0: We're talking with Barbara Heidenson, who is a member of the Clean Air Coalition of Greater Ruvina, Queimões. Uh, we've talked to Barbara and others from the group over the uh, over the years, I guess, about some of the ongoing struggles with the Carver companies and local cement plant and the port of But there were some. I guess a little bit of a surprise in in the recent uh, election, particularly the town supervisor. So, so, so Barbara, what happened in the election and and what does it all mean?
1: Thank you, Mark. The election was a surprise. The current town board has five members. The supervisor is George McHugh, who used to be the legal counsel for the port of Queemans. He's closely allied with Carver Laraway, who owns the port of Queemans and he can trolls the board to the point where everything Carver-Laraway wants, Carver-Laraway gets.
0: And and he was uh, defeated by a small margin by uh, Stephen uh, Donnelly, who's a Democrat. Um, th- what has Donnelly said about why he was running? What were some of the issues he was raising?
1: Donnelly grew up in Queemans and he... Spent a lot of time going door to door talking to people, and he said, This is a full-time job, and I'm going to work at it full-time. One of the reasons I think that resonated was that George McHugh has taken on assignments as the legal counsel to Westerlo, to Athens, and to he's a counsel to the Sheriff Albany's office. So he's got a lot of other interests and responsibilities. So how much work is he really putting into what's going on in Queemans? So that was one point that Donnelly made that resonated. I think another thing is that George McHugh began to develop a reputation as a bully. His board members rarely spoke up. He said, let's do this. And they said, yes, sir, that's a good idea. So there was this impression that there was no real discussion about the the important issues that were coming up before the town board of Queemans. And several people told me this was not a vote necessarily for Donnelly. It was definitely a vote against McHugh and against Carver-Laraway.
0: Now, over the years, one of the um, set of issues that uh, Carver companies had, had, had advanced was basically important various materials into the port and uh, at least at some point trying to um, get them to be burnt like tires at the uh, local cement plant, which has also apparently been poured out um, recently. Uh, you know, Has any of those issues, you know, surfaced recently uh, in the town?
1: Those issues haven't been surfacing because the current arguments have really been about Carver Company's applications to expand their operation and to industrialize larger areas along the Hudson River, which they say they need to develop in order to accommodate wind power manufacturing here in Queens. Many of us are skeptical of that, and we believe that they want the permits to develop the area for industrial use, but they don't care whether they get the wind power contracts or not because what they really want is an expanded area to handle their waste management business. It's hard to prove that, but George McHugh has changed all the laws in order to make that possible.
0: Now, one of the things I had noticed a few days ago, which apparently is a little bit out of date, was uh, an article in the local media that um, Carver Company's application to rezone some land um, by the port Leslie, to accommodate the, the wind turbine business seem to be changed to go in a different direction. What, what was that all about? And how is that progressing? There have been two applications from Carver
1: companies in the past month. The first one tried to pretend that they could rezone one hundred and thirty four acres of residential land and that it would be a net loss of industrial areas, because in exchange, 364 acres, which currently have an industrial classification, would be declassified and be declared a community amenity. In fact, that land is owned by the DEC and is already a wildlife management area, so it's not going to be industrialized anyway. So in effect, it was a sneaky way of trying to get 134 new industrial acres for Carver companies. They decided to drop that plan, and the night before Thanksgiving, They put up a new plan and said well we've reconsidered now we're going to put our industrial wind power development on land that is partly owned by wholesome cement and partly owned by Powell um, tonight Powell and even though wholesome cement is industrial and Powell property is residential we're going to somehow make it all work because the manufacturing will be on the industrial side, and only storage will go on the residential side. Their application, or at least what we saw of it on Wednesday night last week, was derisory. It was thin, full of holes, and had lots of mistakes in it.
0: And uh, were there were a lot of people at at at, the, at that first meeting, and how, how did the general public respond to these changes? Well, when they
1: when they proposed saying, "Well, you know, the the sneaky swap between the wildlife management area and the and rezoning the, the residential for for um, industrial," a lot of people didn't know that meeting was even taking place. There were three or four of us who turned out and watched it, but. The night before Thanksgiving, we had, I would say, a dozen people who would rather have been cooking Thanksgiving dinner. They all came out and they raised their objections during the meeting and had questions and comments as it went along. People were pretty disgusted by what they were seeing.
0: Hmm. Now, the, the town supervisor is by far the most powerful position, you know, in, in town government. Right. But there are four other members. Of the uh, you know town board and, and usually most towns you know two of the four are up for re-election. How is the town board lining up, you know, after you know January in terms of you know pro Carver versus willing to listen to the residents?
1: Yeah, that was another huge victory because not only did Steve Donnelly win and defeat George McHugh by only twenty-four votes, the two candidates he was running with one of whom is very near the area they want to industrialize. Um, they also won their seats. So we now have a majority of people on the five-member board who are not happy with the way carver Lairway is behaving in queamance.
0: And I remember we had a one woman on. I don't know if you were involved with it, but, you know, got ar- harassed by the police for looking at some of the vegetation along some land, I guess, at Carver at Clearcott, um how how is the overall you know political situation in the rest of the town changing you have a local police department are they going to be perhaps a little bit less willing to do carver's uh request
1: i i don't know the local i was one of those people who was arrested for taking photographs of flowers along the side of the road um i don't think the police chief changes but that doesn't mean that the new supervisor can't replace the chief He seems like a fairly competent person, but at the same time, he was not entirely straight with us when we went to have a meeting with him about how that arrest took place and the things that were done during that arrest that we thought were out of line. So I have my I've mixed feelings about him, I must admit.
0: And, you know, has the Clean Air Coalition come up with uh, some agenda they hope to advance when the new um town board and supervisor take office in the last minute we have a number of things that we would like to propose
1: to the new supervisor and i think I and mean, we'll be meeting tonight a bit later so um we'll work out what we're going to do then but a key point to raise with the new board is whether there's any possibility of reversing the laws that george mchugh rewrote in order to allow for the creation of a major waste management business here in Queemans. He rewrote the solid waste law, the clean air law, the comprehensive plan, and even the zoning laws in order to promote industrial development along the river. And most of that seems to be aimed at improving waste management or expanding waste management. Whether that's an improvement or not is up to
0: you. Well, we will be continuing to talk to... Barbara Heinsohn and other members of the Clean Air Coalition of Greater Ravina Queemans as, as time goes on. And this has been uh, Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.